Hi there, my name is Katherine Guidry and today I'm going to be talking with you about who we recommend for videography and why. Speaking of creating content, if you are interested in our posing guide, be sure to visit the link in the description below. When it comes to videography, we have worked with such a variety of people. We do not have a videographer on our team, and so we've had a lot of experience working with different personality types, different aesthetics, and because of that, we've sort of figured out who we enjoy working with and why. The principles I'm gonna be talking about in this episode will translate for your business too. If you're someone who often finds yourself answering questions from your clients and potential clients about what video team you like to work with, maybe this will help you sort of navigate through all the options and really make you realize which videographers are the best fit for you to work alongside in your business. Although the order of booking can vary, most times recently we've found that the client will book the venue or planner first, then photography, and we are very often given the opportunity to make recommendations for videographers. It does happen the other way around where videographers will recommend us as well, and so it's really good that all the principles that I'm gonna be talking about that we look for in someone that we also display those same characteristics toward the videography team. So the first thing that we look for when working with a videographer, someone that we wanna recommend is gonna be personality. We like to work alongside video teams that are go-getters, but they're also easy to work with. To be honest, I am very assertive when it comes to posing and placement and styling and all the things, and so a great fit for us is actually a video team that has more of a photojournalistic approach when they are almost like a fly on the wall. They let me really take the lead, do a lot of the posing and a lot of guiding with the client, and then we sort of go back and forth to make sure that they are still you know, able to get the good angles and the good shots, but they enjoy the posing that we do in the interactions. One thing that's really cool about that too is that it prevents the client from getting overtired or fatigued from double posing, double styling, and it doesn't take as much time in the timeline. That's what works really well for us, but it really just depends on your style. Maybe you're a photographer who prefers to be a little bit more in the background and you want that videographer to step in, or maybe you wanna be in the background and have the videographer also be like that. So really knowing who you are as the photographer and what you like in terms of the video team is gonna really help you make that good recommendation for your client. The next thing we look for is gonna be someone with good work ethic. When we show up for a wedding, there is nothing too big or too small for us. We will do all the things that we need in order to get the shot, do a good job, and make the experience incredible for our clients. As a result, when we're working with a video team, we really appreciate a video team that has that same exact work ethic. You know, if I find myself having to move a piece of furniture and they're willing and open to setting down their cameras to help, that means so much. And videographers carry a lot of gear. They're oftentimes on a monopod and it's not always very easy for them to disassemble their gear and help. But I can tell you that we absolutely notice and appreciate when they do. So just having a team that's really up for like getting it done. If we need to, you know, stop traffic or go across the street to get the shot, it's like having someone that's in that same mindset makes such a great experience for us and for the client. 
Speaking of the client, what is their interaction like? We've actually been in the room with videographers that have had a negative impact on the experience of the client. Maybe they were aggressive in what they were asking the client or the wedding party to do, or maybe they were just not as enthusiastic or like vibing with the group. And so having really good interactions when it comes to the videography team and the photography team is gonna be super imperative to the overall vibe in the space. You want people who are gonna go with the flow and kind of feel the energy and match that. You know, we're going to be observing how the videographers are interacting with us, but also how they're interacting with the client because we want that client to have such a great experience on their wedding day. The next thing is gonna be something that actually has nothing to do with the client per se or the content, but actually how they are presenting themselves. So I kind of already addressed how they're speaking to people and interacting with them, but also how are they actually dressed? How do they appear? Do they match the vibe of the wedding? Do they match the aesthetic of the day? When it comes to the photo and video teams, I mentioned that we don't have a videographer in our business. And so we are usually working with a team. When people attending the wedding see the photo and video teams, it's very common that they assume we are all from the same company. And so I want the other cameras in the room, the other people, the other you know vendor partners that look as though they are a part of our brand to match the same level of professionalism that we're showing up with on a wedding day. Brad and I both really dress up. We dress in formal wear, not like a ball gown or anything like that, but I'll wear a really nice dress or a suit, you know, if it's a formal event. We're trying to match the attire of the day. And so when it comes to the video teams, we really appreciate when they are also wearing, you know, clothes that match the wedding and blend in. We believe it or not, or oftentimes accidentally in each other's shots. We try to be cognizant of that, of course, but sometimes it just happens. And so, and so something like this, the shirt that I have on right now, it wouldn't blend in as much as if I had on a darker color at a formal event. And so we really, again, appreciate when the videographers take that into consideration and are matching the wedding and then also trying to blend in in the same way that we do. We like to look for a video team that has a similar posing style and a similar overall aesthetic that we do. When we, for example, are styling the details and the videographer then takes those details and restyles them in a different way, that takes a lot of time. And we, of course, as artists, respect and appreciate that everyone has different approaches, but when you both can come together and agree on a certain style and find those video teams that have the same style as you, it will really help in a lot of ways. They can provide feedback on the styling that you're doing and it will save time in the timeline as well. Rather than having two different styles and having to style things twice, it'll prevent that time. And then also when it comes to posing the client, like I mentioned earlier, it'll prevent them from getting tired. You know, if I pose them and then the videographer wants to pose them a different way, the client can sometimes get exhausted. And that time that we could have spent photographing together and videoing together, we each get half the content, if that makes sense. So let's talk about lighting. Lighting can have a huge impact on your photos from the video team and vice versa, right? Like what we do impacts them and what they do impacts us. 
and that's why I think it's so important that we have these conversations with our clients in regards to who we really want to work with and that we're also making these assessments while we're working with other video teams to see which ones really do work well with us. I, for example, enjoy shooting the prep in natural light and I worked with a videographer that preferred to use like overhead light and artificial light and so you can see how that becomes a conflict in the same way that styling and posing if you're doing things two different ways can take more time the same thing happens for lighting and so trying to find a video team that wants to light things the same way as you is really going to help at the reception this also really comes into play i actually really appreciate when a videographer brings reception lighting for example during the cake gutting if they have a video light and are able to position it in a way that makes sense for both of you that is so nice and i'm always very thankful of videographers that do that. In New Orleans, where we live and where we shoot very often, they do what's called a second line. And during the second line, we're essentially parading backwards through the streets as the client and their guests and friends and family are all parading towards us. And so we're walking backwards. It's dark. There's a lot of lights going on. And when the videographers bring video lights, I am always like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. So we're taking note of how these videographers that we enjoy working with light the day. Is it similar to us? Does it help us? And how can we help them just really come together as a team? The next thing is gonna be asking if they are camera aware. When we're working alongside a video team, one trick we found works really well is that we try to stand right by each other. So for example, if we're doing a first look, we're always all on the same side. Or when the processional is happening, we stand next to one another. And the reason why we like to do that is because it prevents us from being in each other's shots. And working with a video team that is camera aware in the same way that we try to be camera aware is huge. But like I said in the very beginning, this does go both ways. When it comes to video, I find that a lot of videographers do ask the photographers like, hey, am I in your way? Let me know if I'm in your way. But we also have to ask ourselves as the photo team, are we giving them the same respect that they are giving to us? There is a lot more editing and cutting that I've come to understand about videography. I don't do videography, but my video friends have said, you know, we cut out a lot of this, so it's okay. Whereas, you know, you guys keep most of your photos. And so just let us know if we're in your shot. But I think even still, it's really good to keep that line of communication open so that you know you're not in each other's photo slash video. The next thing we're gonna look for is how many people are on their team? How many cameras do they have in the room? For example, during bride prep, we are typically in a very small space. There's a lot of people, a lot of emotions, and a lot going on. And so we personally like whenever we're working with a video team that if we have one camera, they have one camera. And at the times when maybe we have two cameras, say like during a first look, that they have two cameras. When we're working with a video team and you know I'm in the room as a single, photo camera, but we have three video cameras, it can become very overwhelming. And sometimes I'll even inquire, you know, hey, do we really need all three cameras? You don't want to overstep, right? Like that is their process. But also we want to always have that mindset of working together, which leads me into my last point, which is that most importantly, when we think about 
who we recommend is who we like to work with, who creates a great product for the client, they interact with everyone in a positive way, they're helpful, all the things that I've talked about today in this episode, that's who we recommend. And I want you to keep in mind the importance of these referrals that we're giving for our clients. We had a videographer recommendation years ago when the videographer's business sort of went south and things weren't going well for them with the client and they came to us almost as the mediator and that was the first time I really realized the importance of the referrals that we're making. And so when you are passing someone's name along, whether it's another photographer because you're booked or a videographer because they're looking for video for their event that you're photographing and you don't have someone on your team, You want to make sure that the person or the team that you are recommended is truly someone that you trust, someone that you know will show up, do a good job, treat the client well, and create that amazing experience and product. I hope this was helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel for more value-based photo content. We have some free guides for you in the description below, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. 